Hi, I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. Most important thing. Yes, because if you can do what you love, you have to be able to pitch it because you're an entrepreneur when you're a performer or a Mm -hmm. creative person. You're always looking for jobs. You might have a job that lasts maybe a month. Yep, if you're lucky. If you're lucky, but you constantly have to, even if, let's say you have a job writing Mm -hmm. on a sitcom, let's say, you pitch your ideas. Yep. You have to pitch your ideas to get your, you know, what you wrote or the jokes you wrote into the show. Mm -hmm. And I realized that when I was... um, Uh, One of my former students, uh, TV producer, invites me to come around the table. And he said, come pitch your ideas. Mm -hmm. So what they do is they put the script up on the wall. Yep. And uh, they, you know, uh, project it. And we need a funnier response. Everybody pitch ideas. And, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to get out there and pitch your idea Mm -hmm. with confidence. Yes, and and one thing I want to point out is that you know this is part two because we did a we did an initial pitching episode, mm-hmm. uh, fervently based on on my experience recently. But um, but just to kind of go over the the first time uh, we talked about this in the last episode, we kind of talked about why you need to pitch and, and some of the elements of it. You know, the reason you need to pitch is because you're always pitching. You know, obviously whether you're looking for a job, whether you're a creative, whether you're in just a business and you've been in the same, you know, company for 30 years and you're an expert or an executive in there, you pitching is by and large the number one thing you're always going to be doing. And the other thing is is that you have to keep it short. You have to be respectful of people's time and the better you are at your pitch, the shorter it's going to be and the more concise it's going to be because you're going to know in basically the first 7 or 8 seconds if this is someone you should be pitching to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about how it needs to be a conversation. It's not a monologue. It is about the other person. It is about, you know, there should be a lot of you or that kind of stuff. It shouldn't start with I, me, and mine at every single sentence. Uh, we also talked about how you need to see the other person and find that common ground. And sometimes that common ground is a mutual hatred. It's a mutual problem you know how we hate this and blah, blah, blah. And then finally, it needs to be a solution. It is not a, you know, it's not a platform for you to get up and tell everyone your credentials. It's not a platform for you to get up and and show how important you are. It is about seeing the other person, addressing that mutual, you know, hatred or disgust or problem, offering up a solution. And then finally, it is something that you need to work on. You need to modify. You need to change. You need to make it a part of your workflow, your daily practice, whatever. Because as you talk to people, you may need to modify it or adjust it. And the more you practice it and the more you work on it, the more you'll be able to do that. Yes. And we ended with an exercise to increase empathy for other yes. people. To, because it's all about connection. Connecting to other people. And so today I really want to talk about really uh, the various aspects of of pitching and and what you need to do to have a pitch. Getting more into the nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts of it. All right. First of all, I I want to talk about two different things. I want to talk about pitching um, your project. And before I do that, I want to talk about 
pitching yourself in a job interview. Okay. Okay. Because I'm um, have hired a lot of people. I've put a lot of ads on Craigslist. I've looked for somebody to help me with everything from video editing to writing to punch up to PR. Mm -hmm. um, and when you put something on Craigslist, you get about 500 responses. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't find that difficult because I'm instantly able to eliminate 80% of them. Okay. All right. And it's this one technique. And so this will give you a tip of why you are not getting called back when sending out your resume. Okay. Um, I put in the ad just a few things about myself. You know, I might, um, I, I don't put my website in. But I indicate what my website is. Okay. And I put my name as Judy. Mm -hmm. so, so you're already in in the post. You're already giving them some clues. A clue, but the they're they're all they're all tests because everybody who writes me and I say please write a cover letter. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is what I get back. First of all, everybody who says to whom this may concern Ugh. is eliminated. Yeah. So I, it's amazing, but that's that's about. 75 percent mm -hmm. the other thing is in the cover letter you can see they have a template because they've changed certain words but they're not in the same size font oh, <laughs> right oh so just like basic formatting just basic right. you know so, proofreading so they're eliminated mm -hmm. and to tell you the truth this doesn't leave me with very many people wow and so just those two things mm -hmm. people not calling you by name which you've put in the actual thing yeah Right. And mm -hmm. and just poor formatting. Obviously, they didn't care. They just entered right. in some stuff. And so sang. who's who's at the top of the list mm -hmm. is the not the people who are the most qualified, who've had the best, you know, um, uh, for job past job experience, but the people who express an interest in me. Ah, now, okay. it's counterintuitive, isn't it? You're going for a job. Well, I've done this. I've mm -hmm. done that. I, 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 I. Yep. And the way I bring people in is that they took the time to look at my website. And again. Look it up. And, yeah. and again, the people who come in are not the people who talked about themselves. And it's counterintuitive. You might think like, oh, that's. It's about me getting yeah. a job, but it's not. Yeah, let me just, let me overload you with all my credentials and how wonderful I am. Yes. It's not about that. It's the people who could perceive the problems I'm facing in my business. Mm -hmm. This is key. Now, even if you're not looking for a job, please listen to this because this is the key in pitching your book, your act, your writing, whatever, your music, whatever you're doing, all right? What, they, they look at my website and I go, I imagine you, you know, you've written a book on comedy. You, you probably, you know, must have a lot of people sending you jokes and asking for free help. That person got the job. Yes. That person got that. Yes, they know me. Yep. Now, what are you going to do when you have this job is you're going to be serving and anticipating the problems of the person who hired you. Yes. So by doing that in your cover letter, um, by going, I looking you up, I see you've done this, I see you've done that, mm -hmm. you must have 
is at heart again. Yeah. This is where we take it. Now, you've practiced doing this with the guy at the ice cream store. Yeah. <laughs> is it hard just using one hand to scoop, mm -hmm. you know? Are you, are you getting carpal tunnel from it, or is it just building up your strength? Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're seeing somebody. Yeah. See the person hiring you. Mm -hmm. Now, this means that you have to find what is the purpose of their business and where do your, does your purpose in life intersect? Yes. And, and to add to that, uh, the other element is you've given them these tests, these clues. You don't want a template because if they just, you know, swap out your name and swap out the stuff, that means they haven't done any research, which means they're just looking for a paycheck. They're not looking to actually do a job. Yeah, I would not hire someone who's not going to go the extra distance for yeah. me. And it's and, and when we say extra distance, it's nothing. It's, you know, if, if yeah. they can if they can search on, you know, the job posting site for the job and submit to it, they can take two minutes and look you up and look up the company and look up the thing. And it's amazing how many people don't do that because they think that I should just paper the world with my resume with all of my credentials and that should get me the job. But the key is, is that little bit of research, that empathy and seeing them because that's what they want. They want someone who's going to ultimately serve their needs and help them find solutions to problems that they have. Yes. Again, we all connect on our problems. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing with this. Okay. Now this is for a job interview. Once you get the job interview, which now you'll get because you followed my advice. I've coached a lot of a lot of kids in getting their first job. How, how you know, you don't have a lot of experience. You're you're very nervous. What do you do? Mm -hmm. And this is an absolute essential and everybody who's used this has gotten the job. Mm -hmm. It's really works. All right, do I have your attention, people? <laughs> All right, this is what you do. You anticipate what the concerns they might have about you. So I, I had a friend who was uh, coming out of college um, as a, a counselor, a therapist, and she had done her intern work, and she got her degree, and now she was going to interview for a job at a counseling center. Okay. And um, I said, well, what are the concerns they might have? Well, I have a lack of experience. Mm -hmm. um, the clientele is very diverse, and I'm white, mm -hmm. and I'm really young. And they might you know, wonder if I'm really going to connect to their clients mm -hmm. who might be different from me, older than me, different sexual orientations than me, different mm -hmm. ethnicities than me. And so I go, okay, well, what is a story, and what I mean by story, short, mm -hmm. where uh, you had those concerns about yourself, but you succeeded? So she came up with a story about going into doing uh, group counseling, leading group counseling with uh, older men who are gay. And she started off the story with the exact concern she had about herself. Mm. I was worried going into this. Mm. Would I they would I be able to connect with these men? You mm. know, I'm so young. Would they, she brings up the concerns that in the story, right? Yep. And then she tells the story about after it was all over, a man came over, hugged her, and said, "This was." The, this was great. I really feel you saw us. 
and thank you so much. You were great, mm-hmm. right? So what does the story like this do? Rather than say, no, I really connect with people, mm-hmm. I do, you know, t- to the person interviewing you, you actually tell a story about their concerns with a happy ending. Then the person who is interviewing you makes the assumptions from that story. Oh, well, I guess those aren't concerns, mm-hmm. right? You've addressed them. But most people will just talk about themselves, not in a story, but I'm very detail-oriented. Yes. So if if one of the job, uh, they want someone who's really you know in the details, you need a story about how you had to take on something with so many details, you were worried. Mm-hmm. Would you be able to do it? Would you be able to dot every I and cross every T? And the end of the story, you succeeded and how that worked. Because that tells them what they need to hear. And everyone I've coached with this technique has, has, has gotten a job. Mm-hmm. It's extremely powerful. When I tell it, t- say a story, the story can be 30 seconds, it could be a minute, mm-hmm. but you need to have a story for every concern. And you know, once again, it leads back to, yes, this is a story about you and about you succeeding and about you being awesome or whatever, but you are outlining this story, you are creating this story based off of the needs and concerns of the person you are trying to get that job from. You are not, you know, if someone says, well, what do you like? And you just don't say, oh, I'm detail-oriented, I communicate well. You basically just repeat back to them all of the job requirements they bullet point out in the list. That's and not, turn it into a story. And you, Yeah, in this, you know, instead of just saying, yes, I do all those things, you are taking their needs and structuring your value in those needs. Absolutely, 100%. And the hardest part part people have with this is admitting that they were worried too yes they were concerned too because that makes you human and 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 relatable and there's an honesty to that yes. as well that you have to have an honesty and humility you you know deep in your heart when you are trying to get a job and you don't have as much experience or maybe you're transitioning from something else or maybe you just don't look like everyone else who works at this company it, there could be a whole myriad of things you have to have the integrity to look at yourself and say, okay, they may think that this is a problem, this is a problem, and this is a problem. How do I tell this story? And then you and say, yes. And you say, I was worried about having that problem too. Yes. Now you've connected on, 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 on problem, which I said, mm-hmm. people can, we connect on sharing mutual problems. Now let's go into pitching your book okay. or pitching. Uh, whatever you're doing. Whatever creative work you have. Okay, whatever creative work you have. So a lot of people, again, I'm doing this. I, this is why I'm doing this. Me, 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 me. Don't care. Don't care. You have to care about me. So um, for instance, let's say you wrote a book on weight loss. Mm -hmm. Okay? Ask a question. Come out about me. Hey, have you ever like lost weight and gained it right back? Mm-hmm. Give me something I can say yes to. Yes. That's a problem of mine. Let me say yes to something. Because if you want the first thing that they say yes to is, can you give me money to get my book done? Can you give me money to you know get my screen print? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's too big of a request. Yeah. So let's just say... Ask a question I can say yes to. Yes. Okay. 
And then at and and then at the end, the call to action is also something I can say yes to, because a lot of people will shoot their wad with, um, "Give me money." Yeah. There's many steps before that. Yes, exactly. And if you're starting with that, you have demonstrated no empathy. You have demonstrated zero research. You have demonstrated, you know, you you haven't done your job at that point. No. What is your film about? What is the message of it? You know, if if your film is maybe a, you know, prison drama. Mm-hmm. Um, someone just sent me something about a prison drama, and you know, and they showed me um, excerpts from it and how hard they worked, and then they need money. Yeah. No, I, you know, if it's a prison drama, start off with something I care about. Do you know that you know? I'm tell you a story about a guy who, um, an African-American man who has spent 30 years in prison for a crime he didn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, I care about that. Mm-hmm. Like, you got me on something I care about. Yeah, There's a problem. People are convicted just because of their race. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's unfair. I have, a lot of people have deep concerns about justice and um, unfairness right mm-hmm. now. So... Tell me something, you know, well, there's a way to help out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can move to, I, why I am so, why are you committed with this project? But before you move to, I'm committed to this project because, mm-hmm. right? Get me interested. So let's go back to the book on weight loss. Okay. So have, have you ever lost weight and gained it right back? Um, and now it's impossible to, you know, are you finding a hard time to lose weight no matter what? Mm-hmm. I've had the same problem too. Yeah. Okay. So now we're connecting with our problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I weighed 300 pounds. I'm making this up yeah. right now. And I found a way to um, stop my diabetes and, and give me your, quickly, your mess to success story. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm committed um, to write this book that is going to show people a safe way and sustainable way to lose to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be interested in reading some of the recipes in the book? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, and you're here. You're still offering more. You're still yes. giving. You're giving and giving yes. and providing solutions. Oh, yeah. yeah like to read some recipes that you can have dessert and have it be fulfilling and not gain weight from it sure yeah okay give me something i can say yes to Mm -hmm. enroll me in what you're doing i love that so yes and again the way we enroll people is asking them questions are you having issues with no i'm not i don't care about weight loss okay Not the right person. Not the right person. And you've just saved yourself and them a ton of time because you started with a question and a, and figured out, okay, this person isn't in line with what I'm doing. Next. Yes. I mean, what is and, – and so when people come to me and go, I say, what is your book about? And they say, well, I um, had a, a hard time dieting. You know, when I was a kid, my mother used to feed me so much, and then I never could – and I'm like, snore fast. Yeah. You're telling me you are writing a book, a vanity project. So I will immediately peg that, a vanity project. Mm-hmm. 
Um, or I'm writing about my memoir, about my life. Yeah. Okay, so let's say you're writing a memoir, because a lot of people, certainly at my age, are all writing memoirs. My life must have meant something. Let me tell the story (laughs) of my life. So they tell their life, and it's chronological. This happened to me, then this happened to me, then this happened. And they're telling me about their book, but they're now telling me about their life, and now I'm held captive having to listen to their timeline and they're really old and they started when they're seven this is going to be a long ass conversation right and it's like oh my god you'll put a bullet to my head now please and i know no one's going to buy their book you know self-published books um sell less than 100 copies yeah you have to go what is the purpose of your book for another person Mm -hmm. and that's how you pitch your book it's not about you. And if it's just about you, um, there are books that are just about someone's lives, mm-hmm. and they're written brilliantly. And I, White Castle is a memoir mm-hmm. that I'll, unforgettable, but the writing is so great. Mm-hmm. But if you're writing a book, a memoir, you have to have a hook that it sits on, and that hook is, is that problem that this book is going to solve. Mm-hmm. It has to be, it can't be what happened to you. It has to be what you learned from it. And what you learned from it has to be the gift you give to others. And that's what you lead with. I remember books written that, I I mean, 40 years later, I remember. Like, you know, why do I feel guilty when I say no? Mm -hmm. Look at the title of that. Why do I feel guilty when I say no? Millions of people bought that book, yeah. right? Because, yeah, I do feel guilty when I feel say no. Bam. They, they, you connect with somebody through the title. Mm-hmm. So what... And right in that title. Yes. Empathy, research, it's about the other person, they're seeing someone else, and they've done it in one sentence right on the front of the book. Yeah. So, like, get that one sentence... Mm-hmm. That question, that question that you're asking another person where that they can say yes to. So if you your pitch, someone has to nod their head and say yes mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. So what we lead with is what is the problem the other person is having? Mm-hmm. Tell me, like, you know, I know. And, and then tell me your credibility, you know, you have a problem. This is your problem. Let's look at the books I've written. You want to be a stand-up comic? Do people tell you... This is the hook that I lead with. Do people tell you you're funny? Mm-hmm. Why not make a living at it? Mm-hmm. Right? How do you do that? Yeah, and see how it wasn't... I'm Judy Carter, and I've made a ton of money, and I'm really smart, no. and I'm the funniest person you'll ever meet. No. Nope, nope, all that thrown out yeah do people tell you know do people ask if you're funny Mm -hmm. do people say you're so funny you should be a comedian here's how and then you got to put in you know um your credentials Mm -hmm. well let's talk about credentials really quick because i love how you talk about the mess to success story and the mess of success story is, of course, I had this problem, I had this mess, and then I did whatever it was that I did, and I have now was able to conquer that or find a solution or do whatever. A mess of success story reads, plays, and feels a lot better than just a list of accolades. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your credentials, 
can be uh, some of the acronyms after your name, mm. but that's really not what makes you a BFD. What makes you a BFD is is the um, is your the journey mm -hmm. from mess to success. But the credentials are very important. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm a therapist. I'm a PhD. I was on the Today Show, so I'll just drop in. You know, yeah, I was a headlining comic. Mm -hmm. You know, as a headlining comic, and um, for 17 years, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, appearing with Oprah. Okay, you say Oprah, then that's enough. Actually, <laughs> I don't need to say anything after oh, Oprah. Oprah's the be like, all and end all of Oprah's all. Oprah's the be all and end all. So after, after, you know, uh, just a couple things like I have credibility. Mm -hmm. Other people have hired me to do this. Yeah, I've, I'm, I have over, you know, I have clients. I have this something that someone has paid you mm -hmm. to to do this to give you a credibility, and then you have your as well as my own personal journey mm -hmm. from mess to success. And then you go into the results that I give people. Mm -hmm. What are the results that you give people? And so how are you gonna get those results? Mm -hmm. What is your methodology? Yep. So it's, it's a little complicated. I really have written it out in my book called The Message of You. Mm -hmm. um, if you wanna, I wanna get that. Um, and what it what it is is so you start with a question what is the problem what is the problem that the person in front of you has mm -hmm. ask it as a rhetorical question then go um well because of my credentials you know i'm writing i wrote or doing this project what is it tell me just like like the topic of it mm -hmm. and what are the results that it's going to give you Mm -hmm. And how are you going to get those results? Yeah. You know, I have a five-step program to cure stress and burnout. Yeah. I have a, you know, but it's not about when I was five years old, yeah. you know, someone did something bad to you. And yeah. it's not it's not complaining. <laughs> yeah, that's another big thing about it is you do also, you run the risk if you make it all about you, that it just sounds like you're just complaining about the world and like, oh, this happened to me and this, I'm such a victim and blah, 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 but look how great I am because I solved it. And it's like, yeah, I don't care. You know, no one cares about that. But when you're saying you are experiencing this or you, you know, let me ask you if, you know, then you are giving yourself the window to say, well, I've worked with this, this, and that, which is just a quick breakdown of, you know, your credentials and that you actually qualify. But then framing the problem into that mess of success story is, one, a much more entertaining way to hear how qualified you are to solve a problem. And number two, it gives them a very, I want to say almost like a stronger connection to you because you're putting it in a way that they can go, oh, I see the process. I see where it started. I see what happened. And I see how you helped without you just saying, oh, I'm the, you know, the best thing since sliced bread. I, yeah, you, people only care about themselves. And so try using these words to enroll people. You, us, mm -hmm. we. Right, try writing out a one-minute pitch. And then take out as many eyes as you can. Yeah. And certainly within the first 10 seconds, do not ha use the word I at all. Mm -hmm. Really focus. Make it about some someone else. And here's the thing. What, no, what is the problem that you're, what you're pitching solves? Mm -hmm. What is the problem? What's going on? 
that makes this worthy? Because people only buy things if they solve a problem. And the biggest thing, which I think should sort of be the assignment for what we're, uh, what we're leaving them with today, is the writing it down part. Because a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, I've, I've worked a lot in my industry, or I'm an expert. I should just be able to rattle this off like it's nothing. No, this is something that you have to work on. This is something that you have to write down, that you have to clean up, that you have to almost workshop. Um, and, you know, as we've talked earlier, if you have a speaking buddy or a comedy buddy or something like that, or you've gone out to a community of people, you should be practicing this with them. Um, but the most important thing is don't just think because you have a lot of experience that you can just fire this off the cuff. No, at our, in the message of you online course, the first 16 videos that take people through this mm -hmm. are all about coming up with this one minute. Yep. You know? and, and note that it is one minute. It is a super <laughs> short, direct, to the point thing. It's not you sitting there and showering someone with information for half an hour before you get to the point. You know, you've, right. got, you've got to be, that's why it's a pitch, because it's, it's got to come and, fast. And, and you know what? You just got to keep trying it out and yep. trying it out. And um, I and, and, it, and it changes. I have one of my students, she's an anesthesiologist, and she wanted to talk about burnout with anesthesiology. And, mm -hmm. and, and she um, ended up finding um, uh, that doctors have an extremely high suicide rate. Mm. And that's a problem, yeah. right? And she has solutions for it. And now she's working like crazy mm -hmm. because suicide <laughs> um, is a bigger topic than burnout. Yes. So, so it's really like, if what is is the problem? Is it a real problem or is it in your head? Mm -hmm. And the closer you can get to finding solutions to the problem. The more money you'll make, the more enrollment you'll have in whatever you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So homework-wise, I would say that, one, you should be working on your pitch. Through the last two episodes, we've given you tons of things that you can work on. And you should be writing this down and finding someone to work on it with, to workshop it with. You Hopefully, if you've gone out and found your community of people, if you're not, go back and listen to that episode. But go in whatever you use, whether it's your notebook or computer, write this down. I love your first step of write it down initially, you know, don't judge yourself, just get it down and then get rid of all the eyes and me's and, you know, all the super specific stuff, at least right in the beginning. And then make sure that you are doing something that is about a problem. It's about the other person. It's about a solution that you're going to provide and that it is ultimately about them, and it's something that you are giving them, the gift you are giving them, which we have said before is ultimately your purpose. Yes. Your purpose in life is evaluated to the difference you've made in another person's life. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.